about entrepreneurs, innovators, and the journeys that they've undertaken. I'm Nandini, and so today we'll be talking about financial education and its importance. So we aren't really taught anything about managing our finances in school, but you know, it, it obviously it's, it is extremely important because well, the world runs on money. So uh, today we have Tirth Varma here with us. Uh, he's the founder of Money Matters, a company that aims to boost financial literacy among youngsters. And he's going to tell us all about Money Matters and his journey towards it. So, hey, Tirth, how are you? Hey, Nandini. Um, thank you for inviting me for the podcast. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm great. I'm great too. All right. So, firstly, can you tell us about your life before Money Matters? You know, what were you doing before it? And also, like, what was sort of that moment in your life that pushed you to finally start something like this, something like Money Matters? Yeah, so, like, I think we started Money Matters um, when I was in my 11th grade. And uh, it was, like, mid, mid-sem of the 11th grade, um, which had recently ended when I was planning that I think it's time we should do something. Uh, prior to that, I, I was working in some startups. There was a time when I was working, like, like four or five startups at the same time and uh, there was there were startups and there were also uh, societies of colleges where I was working I decided to do many many sort of internships and all I sort of got a base basic understanding of how things work so that is what I was aiming for okay. and I started exploring competitions tournaments and all I sort of participated in quite a couple of them won some of them and then it was sort of like uh, since I was also into finance and all, I used to read about anything that I'd find interesting. I'd start reading it a lot. I'd start surfing on the internet about it a lot. And I think personal finance and learning about money was sort of one of the things that I was I was like really interested in. And and I realized that there was a huge loophole right. um, in the education sort of system, if I would say, that there's no emphasis on personal finance. And I think the moment that I sort of got clicked with it was when I I think while reading commerce economics I realized that there was nothing that supported the idea of understanding money right and then I personally had never read about money in any of the books before that or any of the grades before that so I, I thought that this sort of needs a new like a way that I can introduce it into the schools which is not directly associated with the schools but will benefit the students in some form right so that's when i decided to sort of pursue this idea and i think the execution time was one thing that was different from anyone else i think it it was not more than three days or four days at max so i think i started it out, out with my friend first swayam who was my classmate at that time and then we decided that this is all we we are sort of going to do and then we shortlisted some people for for other possessions and all and like within a week we were starting right and how long before did you start money matters like when did you first start it we have passed one year and we'll be soon sort of like in the next six months we'll be not even six months in the next next four or five months we'll be covering two years of working okay okay so you basically had like some time on your hand and the financial literacy space was something that intrigued you and you were like, you know, something can be done in this space. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, definitely, I'll agree with you because we aren't really taught anything in school. So 
you and I were in the same school and we're not really taught anything in school about finance, about money, you know, like actual exactly. things about actual finance, about how the world runs on money. But yeah, exactly. yeah. one of the one of the facts that I usually introduce uh, during the courses or any kind of workshop that I conduct yeah. is that the main reason of learning or sort of getting financial financially illiterate yeah uh, comprises of the fact that you should know what you should what you're gonna do with your money right, right right and I personally feel not even personally like the data and the statistics if you sort of go through the internet yeah you'll realize that it sort of speaks for itself which says key that college going students or students who have recently got jobs are spending even if they're not spending they're doing things with the money hmm. that that don't put them in a very good position right and, and yeah I mean we do know that you know if suppose one day I get a lot of money but I don't know how to manage it it's gonna go it's I mean it, it's gonna go away because I wouldn't know like whether to invest it or to put it in some exactly. sort of like account or something like that yeah and so it is are, pretty important. Hmm. And then there are concepts which like nobody even considers while understanding about finance. They're just like um, that stock market is something that you invest in. Real estate is the sort of expensive side of investments. Gold hmm. and jewelry are something that you can invest in. Yeah. And these are these are some some ways to identify how limited financial literacy is in our society or in our country or yeah. anywhere you're sitting. Yeah, and, for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so now I want to know what exactly money matters is. What What do you do, and what give us an insight into the company and all the things that it has to offer? So, money matters. Ka tagline is the wealth generation generation. So, if you sort of look at it, you can mm. you can get an implication that there's wealth generation of the people that can or of the students who can generate actual wealth. Right. right. So Being our smart. major yeah <laughs> be money smart yeah so our main focus is to give sort of like a community and workshops seminars content whatever is available in in like a format or in a way that students can actually grasp so the thing about personal finance is that it is it is factual and at the same time it's conceptual right and what as as we both have also been students, we both know that we don't want to sit in long lectures. We don't want to sit in lectures which are actually boring. Right. right. Yeah. So what Money Matters does is actually simplifies them, makes it easier for anyone to understand. And okay. I can put more emphasis on this because if the student is willing enough to sit in a lecture and like just be there and try to understand what's going on, he'll actually get interested in it. Okay. And whenever we give seminars and sessions, we have seen students actually just sitting and listening to it very like carefully. Hmm. And me personally, being a student, I all I clearly remember myself not being interested in school lectures because they were simply too boring to understand. The major emphasis there used to be to cover the syllabus, to yeah. ace the exams, to make notes and things which I personally didn't feel would matter, which does yeah. actually matter. Right. But Regardless of that, I at Money Matters, we make sure that the student doesn't get bored and he at, he or she actually loves the lectures that we are giving. Yeah. And it's not even lecture, right? How I approach it or how any of my instructors approach it is that, that we are sort of in a discussion, right? right. That, yeah. is, that is how we approach everything. It's It's got to be a team effort. It's mm -hmm. not like 
an instructor just walks into the class and he goes like hello students today we'll be learning this 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 topic <laughs> right yeah we, we start off with something something which involves creative thinking we make sure that students sort of don't get bored in the lectures and mm-hmm. that is how we do things differently our presentations are interactive our worksheets are interactive we uh, have also made a workbook which okay. simply is very different from what normal school textbooks look like and the content inside us is something that once you start reading you will have uh, behind your mind that i can go another chapter round once again right so so like the sessions are not just informative but also fun and yeah that definitely is very important because let's be very honest study can get boring okay like nobody like sitting exactly. in long lectures i sleep in my lectures in college i mean that's become such a normal thing for me now because the lectures are just not fun and in schools and colleges i feel like the teachers i think even they're forced but they they only teach us like for the exams they don't actually teach us for us to learn something it's ah, mostly for is, the exams that is mostly because because of the structural setup right yeah yeah um, exactly we that's why money matters is different from the structural setup yeah um we we are sort of like an enterprise or a company which runs which runs by itself right we are we are not bound by any education system we are not bound any by any curriculum or a syllabus we yeah. do have a structured curriculum so it's actually a very good point about the structure thing because schools have schools and colleges have the structure but you guys i mean obviously some sort of structure is important but there's no you know there's no like sort of like a forced thing there's yeah. no we are not um, bound deadline yeah exactly we are not bound by something definitely we are bound by time that is the one thing that oh, yeah. always exists there all of us if man we, yeah like <laughs> if we have said that we are going to wrap up a session in 2 hours we are supposed to wrap up the session in 2 hours and i know that there like when we don't have like sort of a class which is like limited we have seminars right which are like mm. which is the huge hall and then there are like 400 kids sitting 200 300 kids sitting in the hall and then yeah. i'm explaining then even if we don't want there will be a group of uh, students which will not sort of be able to understand things or sort of not be interested and, yeah and i think that exists everywhere right yeah yeah that's going to be there you can't do anything about that exactly yeah understood okay uh, so what i've noticed is that most students have like a declining attention span and you know mm. i being a student too can say that sometimes studying gets very very boring so when you guys started when you guys conducted started conducting seminars and workshops what mm. was the initial response of the students like when you conducted these seminars what was their reaction yeah so so how we work through our seminars is it's it's sort of like a question answer basis right since seminars have like lots of students so the free sessions we do can actually be divided into groups of sessions we can do every every class one time one at a time or yeah. we can get all the kids into a single big hall and i can do the explanation there okay right? so the main focus we have is getting the student to actually be sort of interactive right what actually happens about the attention span is that if you continuously nag a brain and go like what's the answer to this question what do you think about this so as i said in the start we do sort of have that thing where we try to put in creative thinking through the student right right yeah um let's so we start off with questions right um any session you see you start off with questions majorly 
बट वंस अ ग्रुप डिस्कशन स्टार्ट इट सॉर्ट ऑफ गेट्स इंटरेस्टिंग धीरे धीरे एंड देन वी प्रेजेंट देम विद फैक्ट्स व्हिच आर नॉट इजीली अवेलेबल राइट वंस दे अटेंड अ सेशन दे नो दैट दे आर मिसिंग आउट ऑन समथिंग राइट Because okay, so you leave them curious. Like after attending one session, every, you always every want se- to come back. Exactly, every session is gonna be curious. Because right. these things are not actually covered in school at all. So we are talking about things that they have never thought about. We are yeah. talking about things that they have never seen, right? Yeah. So so there's like there's something new in every session that they get yeah. to learn. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. That obviously that must be very interesting. And one yeah. thing we. Sort of like clear out at the start of the sessions is that you are supposed to be the one who will be connect the who will sort of be connecting the dots, hmm. right? On your and own. Exa- exactly. So, just attending the session is not enough. You need to be able to crack things up. You need to be able to solve problems that you have had, or sort of put yourself in a position where you want to have the need to solve it. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, what have been like some road blockers in your journey? Like what are some challenges that you face in your journey, and some challenges that you even face till now? I think one of the major challenges that we have faced in our journey was the ups and downs that we as students have. Right, there is entrance exam, there is school exams, college exams. These things usually are the ones that sort of become a problem, and 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 that like because really you need to have enough time to put in. Definitely. And I think. That is one of the constraints that we have had. So yeah, I think that has been one of the major problems that we have faced. And the other one can actually be sort of getting clients, right? Because hmm. when you are a single organization and there's a big school in front of you, and you're supposed to be going around the school and ask them or ask them for an opportunity to to do to sort of do a seminar or conduct workshops at the school. Yeah, I know it doesn't sound easy. It is actually even harder than how it sounds. Like right, but sure that must be difficult. I mean, to go up to you know to go up to the dean, to the principal, and sort of try yeah. to explain to them, you know, like this is something that you're lacking in your syllabus. So let me add something here. In and the your... other other thing that adds on to that is that you're seventeen year old. Exactly. That is like yeah. a thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. most of the people might not support you most of the people might actually hmm. say like, no because just because you know just because of the age factor even though the yeah. content might be amazing but they you know sort of like the age barrier comes in the middle i i, I personally feel it's right but why do i feel like that is we have been denied opportunities because of my age uh, once twice but i think the the major reason because of that is because I sort of feel that there has to be sort of like a tone of respect between someone who's elder to you and someone who's younger to you, right? Hmm. So that is a major factor that plays in. Right. Okay. So you yourself are a student. I mean, we finished schooling, but you know, hmm. college is still there, so we still gonna be called students. Yeah. So standing in front of a you know like a crowd full of other students as an instructor. Must bring mm. up a lot of feelings. So, how does that like? How was that experience? Tell us more about those experiences. I think I was I was pretty nervous at the start, <laughs> but I realized it's like you know you heard that thing that people say that uh, the best way to overcome your fears is to like do things which 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 you fear of. I think that yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. does stand true to some to some good extent. At the start, I used to I used to sort of feel nervous. Pehle that. 
I'm presenting in front of these people who might think that I'm a little dumb and all, but <laughs> I don't think that that ha- that has happened with me while running Money Matters. I sort okay. of look at it from the perspective that that these students are sort of like my like my brothers or sisters, like friends, something. Yeah. Right? You need to look at it at that point context, right? And then you can strike a dis- discussion that is going to be interactive enough and not going right. to like get out of the what I'll say ambit of discussion that it should yeah. be. So you there has to be basically like a shift in uh, perception. Exactly. Yeah. And you know what has what has been my motto because we finished school and now we're all going our different ways and starting new things. Mm-hmm. So what my motto has been the past few weeks is that for there to be growth we have to and definitely have to step out of our comfort zone and do it like you said to overcome exactly. our fears we have to do something around that fear that is how we're going to overcome it so we have to step out of our comfort zone so that we can grow so that we can you know like move mm. a step further so I yeah personally the confidence build up is like very real when you're sort of being an entrepreneur yeah um, at at the start of when i when i was starting money matters i would not refer myself as an entrepreneur because I was, I, I personally felt I was not at a level where I can say that yeah. I'm an entrepreneur. I used to feel like there's a lot to learn. But even I just realized that there's still a lot to learn. But yeah, now obviously. I personally feel that I can actually refer to myself as an entrepreneur. Because I really feel that we have done a lot. And yeah. even though it's not like satisfying for me, we're going to sort of go go on for a long time. Yeah. Like- these things. That's a huge thing, man. I mean, you've come yeah. like almost two years now. That's great. You can, you're definitely an entrepreneur. Yeah. Thanks. That sounds so good, right? <laughs> yeah. You're definitely yeah. an entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. So uh, as mentioned on your website, you've been able to partner with um, quite a few institutions. Mm-hmm. So what, what is that process like? How do you, how do you manage to get them on board? So uh, when, when, whenever we approach the first two, three days are usually going to be like demos and everything, right? Okay. Um, We need to make sure that the school has confidence in us, 100% confidence in us or any institution that we are in, yeah. university, college, NGO, schools, whatever it is, they yeah. need to have 100% confidence in me, my team and my enterprise or my company. Because if you sort of look at finance, it even if it's not a, a, like a big taboo, like Mumbai, mein toh, it is not at all taboo. Mumbai, mein huh. people talk about money like, it's just like everyday thing, right? Because hmm. it's a metropolitan city. And, right, right. But at the same time, there are people from different parts of, of the country which are studying in the schools, right? So yeah. They like come from different parts of the country, stay in Mumbai. Many people do have that taboo that we don't talk about finances with our kids and all. Yeah. So we need to sort of be and sort of give them like, give them like a perception of that thing that we are right at what we do and there is not going to be like any sort of like wrong thing that is going to happen so you need to like basically earn their confidence first and confidence in the team in yourself and also in the material that you all will be teaching exactly right yeah because finance is i feel like it's the world in itself it's a huge thing i mean investments and all of that is just one part of it and there's so much more so they need to be able to trust you to like with the pace with the material with the content mm. and all of that yeah exactly yeah yeah that definitely makes sense okay i think now we're on to our last question and that is mm-hmm. i know something that you don't want to answer 
but um okay. what what is your vision for money matters where do you see it you know maybe like 3 or 5 years down the line i think 3 years or 5 years down the line our main vision for money matters is to make it big if we are working on it so we have like international clients already we are we will sort of have our presence in more than 28 countries around the globe from june this year and we are trying to increase our presence once we are good with it we can sort of go like around the globe so we have presence in gujarat a little bit okay. a little bit in kolkata and then we have some some around the globe from canada there's some in us so that is how we are working we are sort of working progressively towards um going around the globe and looking at people how they are financially literate and comparing it and understanding how everything works there right right because definitely there will be students who want to go like sort of a broad and all and there's one thing that i really want to do is one of the competitions done by wharton wharton university yeah is is a business investment competition and and it's something that we're going to do do by next year cuz our colleges will start and all it is yeah. like a competition which is which is like very high level and the prize money goes in like 50 60 lakh if you're going to win oh, it oh wow okay and it's for high school students Oh, okay. And we're going to be training students for that competition. Wow, that's very interesting. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. And oh, I do so... want to be one of the instructors on board to like get a team of high school students and send to Wharton. Yeah. That sounds amazing, man. And so basically, global exposure is in the pipeline. Exactly. Yeah. all of that sounds very interesting and amazing i can't wait to you know follow up i mean i wish you all the luck in the world i hope thank you very much thank you very much you you guys win that competition at wharton <laughs> you will have to uh, give me a party then definitely But, <laughs> yeah it was uh, really good to have you on the show thank you very much thank you so Nandini. much all right guys that's it for today's edition of young money if you're someone who owns a business or if you know someone who has had an exciting journey You can reach out to us at ympodcast at gmail dot com. We'll see you guys in the next.